K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. I forgot why. (laughs) (laughs) There was a reason. I was going to say the reason as to why I postponed. And now I don't remember what it was. It has been Uh, too long. Yeah. So we haven't uploaded for like two weeks. Um, The first week... I don't even know what happened. Um, I can't remember what happened either. Oh, you you were on a trip. Oh, I was on a trip. Wow, that was two weeks ago? More than. Huh. Three weeks ago. Because we've missed two weeks in the past three weeks. So then how? why was my trip the cause of two the, weeks ago? Yeah. It was like three weeks ago. That was the time we missed. And then we did one week. And then we missed last week. Oh, it wasn't in a row. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Last week we postponed it because I wasn't here. And then, yeah. Uh, oh, I was feeling sick. Ah, right, 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 right. You weren't here and I was feeling sick. Yeah. And, oh, it was my allergies. Yeah. My allergies were so bad. Yeah. My nose was, like, dripping constantly. And I was like, I am so uncomfortable doing everything other than sitting with tissues up my nose. So, (laughs) yeah, so we're here now. Sorry for uh, all the confusion and all that. Um, But, yeah, um, I don't really have much else to say. (laughs) My mind is like a million places right now. (laughs) I'm like... Um, I really like this new Stray Kids album, No Easy. Oh, yeah, that's really good. good. I think Cheese is... It's not my... I was going to say it's my favorite, but I don't actually know yet. I've listened to the album quite a few times, but I don't think I've listened to it enough to pick a favorite. Mm. Um, but I do like that cheese feels like spooky season, even though it's yeah, not about it's spooky definitely going to be on the anthem list for this spooky season. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they do like a dance practice to it with like <laughs> Halloween costumes. Uh, oh, I but think that not, was the other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. But, but if not, like a Halloween costume dance practice would go stupid for Thunderous also. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say is that I told everyone around me, it is now September. You cannot stop me. Everything Halloween all the time. Yes. <laughs> My one of my coworkers asked when she should start decorating the break room for Halloween, and I was like, immediately. What are you talking about? <laughs> and she was like, Oh, I feel like people will get tired of it, and I was like, No, <laughs> I will not. And yeah, yeah. Um, so we're back with these one shots from Wapad author, whose name I don't have. Ah, <laughs> whose name? Oh, poorly, right. <laughs> poorly. Cave uh, up one shots, reader, ex girl group members. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's get into it. So, I'm going to read uh, one involving Hassel from Luna. This is called On the Hill That Night. So excited. So happy Hassel is back. Uh, I missed her. <laughs> so, the author's note is inspired by a Tumblr story from not too long ago. I can't remember who it was, but I'll edit this if I can find them. All I remember is that it was a Blackpink Jisoo story. Gender neutral, fluff, and angst. Note, all written in the second person, Pov. Okay, here we go. Pov. (laughs) (laughs) There was this place. This place where the two of you could be at peace. 
There was a hill not too far from her dorms, maybe a ten-minute drive at most, located in the quaint outskirts of Seoul where the trees met the highway below. A lone tree stood, as if on guard, in case the urbanization threatened, to threaten the nature it had sworn to protect years ago. There, a small... Lost my spot. A small bench sat <laughs> underneath its welcoming shade, supposedly put there by an old couple years ago. Sitting there felt like you were on the edge of the world, watching as everything moved around you while you remained in an isolated gap in time. On that lone bench, the snow glided down haphazardly from the sky with no end in sight. There were two pairs of footprints in the snow that led to the bench, maybe a few more if you counted the small animal prints you saw along the way. If you squint hard enough, even with all the light pollution from the highway below, you could maybe make out the stars that dusted the night sky above. If you even let out the smallest breath, you could see a trail of warm air leaving your body, dancing in the air in front of you before they dissolve into nothingness. We're really setting the scene. I know. Above, just peeking out of the clouds, the moon radiated a soft glow that was reflected on everything around you. Maybe, just maybe, you'd realize how much of a postcard moment this was. Sitting with her knees tucked up to her chest, brows knit together in an attempt to see the shining stars that hung above in the sky, Hassel was thinking about how much of a postcard scene this was. Though maybe it wasn't how the stars decorated the night sky like a beautiful painting. Maybe it wasn't how the moon's face suddenly lit everything up around her. Maybe it wasn't the elegance of her own breath floating in the wind that made the night so beautiful. Maybe none of those things factored into why she found herself in her own world of pretty things. Maybe it was the person that she shared the bench with. Maybe it was how their chest rose and fell as they eyed their breath as it created wavy patterns. Maybe it was how the snowflakes that fell from the sky gently melted away when they fell on their warm red cheeks. Maybe it was how they raised their face up to the sky to meet the clean glow of the moon. Maybe it was how their lips curled up very slightly, causing their cheekbones to raise just a little and their eyes to squint a minuscule amount. Maybe it was how all of this compiled into the reason why her breath hitched a little and caused her to wonder if any of this was real. Maybe it was the way she looked at you and thought you were so perfect she could cry. Hassel rested her head on her knees, chin positioned in the ridge of her legs. The tip of her nose was cold and the wind danced through her hair. Her forehead came to a rest as she stopped glaring at the sky above her as her eyes found a new place to look, though she couldn't bring herself to look at you. As much as she wanted to take you in, she instead closed her eyes and bit her lip. <laughs> she wondered if you ever noticed the way her hands subconsciously find their way towards yours before she has to pull them away. She tucked her hands into her pockets, fingers fiddling with the fabric inside. Tentatively, she took a breath of cold air in. Are you cold? Your voice rang out, cutting through your, the sounds of the cars passing by below. Your voice was soft and low, but her attention was all there. It made her think of lazy nights curled up in her blankets, the slow melting of an ice cube on a kitchen counter, or the smooth taste of chocolate. She shook her head in response before noticing you had closed your eyes. No. Hassel's own voice was soft, if not softer. The wind that playfully flowed around them threatened to take her words and blow them away. But either way, you stood up, opened your eyes, and slid across the wooden bench. You pushed your way over to her side and, with one hand on your scarf, wrapped it around her. You catch colds easily. I'm taking you back home soon. Hassel fell into a tired sadness now. She felt disappointed now as her eyes closed. Her lips were chapped by the cold winter night, and the moon's light made her hair look like a subtle gray. She couldn't respond to you, too afraid that she'd find herself leaning in for a kiss the moment she opened her mouth. You looked too perfect in the moonlight to stop her. Self. Oh. And true to your words, you took her back home. 
Shoulder to shoulder, the two of you stood in front of the door of her dorm. Alone, Hassel pushed open the door to her apartment, hand gripping the doorknob uncomfortably tight. Even with the strength she put into the knob, she couldn't find the strength to turn to you. I'll see you tomorrow, were the only words she could find before gently closing the door. She could still feel your shoulder pressed up against yours. Hassel smiled at you, lips shakily curled up as she did so. You look great. Your hands round down your pants against the material, hands feeling clammy, throat feeling dry, heart feeling like it could burst. You Knees think? Knees weak, arms spaghetti. <laughs> Hassel nodded, smile not faltering one bit. If anything, she was smiling a little too much, her lips grinning from ear to ear, making her cheeks feel a tad sore. There was only one person in the world that could see the smile on her face wasn't genuine. There was only one person that could see the shakiness in her eyes, threatening to spill tears. There was only one person who could see through the facade that she put up. But that person was too busy being nervous to notice. Both your hands and hustles were shaking for different reasons. You because you were excited and nervous. Her because she wanted to be the reason for all those emotions and more. Am I dressed well? Do you think she'll like it? Or maybe it's a little too much. You're meeting her at a restaurant, right? It's not too formal, not too casual. Hassel responded automatically, even if she hoped for the opposite. You nodded in response. Then you're perf- she stopped herself. The words in her throat burned hot fire as she forced them back down. She couldn't say you were perfect in her eyes. Then you're good to go, she finished as her hands dropped her to her sides. A little squeak escaped her lips when she felt an elbow dig into her side lightly. She looked up to see you with a smirk on your face. I guess I'm catching up to you. Finally, someone's into me. She could see... St- oh. She could see straight through the jokes, and your nerves and excitement were on full display to her, though she couldn't call you out on that. Hassel let out a small chuckle as she nudged you back. Her shoulders shook as the laugh fell from her lips, wondering why she was laughing instead of crying. I guess you are. Time skip. The next day at Blackberry was a new beginning. You didn't just belong to yourself anymore. Her hands were in yours. Her hands were all over your clothes. Her hands were on your skin. She just didn't seem to let you go, and it made Hassel sick. Fellow members joked about who would be the maid of honor at your wedding, seeing as the two of you were perfect for each other, but Hassel found herself in the dark corners of the room, arms crossed. She could hear the words being spoken, but they were jumbled together into an incoherent mess in her ears. Hassel? She could hear a tinge of worry in your voice. Are you okay? She looked up to see you, but her eyes immediately looked over to your shoulder to the girl who had recently become your significant other. Hassel could see the pride in her eyes as she looked at you. She could see how you were infatuated by her her pretty hair falling down past her shoulders to frame her face perfectly, her pale red lips like a rose blooming in spring, her eyes a hypnotizing beautiful brown. Hassel hated the way she looked at you, hated the way your girlfriend looked at you as if she thinks you brought the universe together. Hassel knows she doesn't do that, absolutely not. Hassel doesn't think you brought the universe together because she knows you brought the universe together. (laughs) She knows it like she knows the sky is blue and how playing Monopoly is a fast-track method to lose your friends. She wanted to shake her head and disappear farther into her corner until she didn't exist. Instead, she opted to put a small smile on her face and nod. I'm fine, just a little sleepy, that's all. I see your date went well. Hassel hated you too. She hated how you slouch in your chair and still look like a masterpiece only God could create. She hates how every little thing she does makes you chuckle, making your cheekbones cutely rise a little. She hates how your eyes and mouth are in sync when you smile. She hates you from the top of your head to the tip of your toes, how insecure you make her feel just by being yourself, how your touch can make her skin feel like it's searing, how your voice can force the air out of her lungs, and how you can break her just by being on her mind. I'm happy for you, she chuckles, and turns away to head for the door, a small teardrop escaping as she does. Time skip. 
Hustle find, found herself, knees tucked up by her chest with her back against the sliding window to the balcony. Her eyes were closed and her fingertips fiddled with each other. It was just before five in the morning. The moon was still hovering in the sky while the sun was making its way to the horizon. Nautical twilight, some would call it, the deep blues of the sky matching what she felt inside. You're at your girlfriend's house, and Hustle doesn't want to think about what you could be doing. She didn't want to think about your hands around her waist. She didn't want to think about her hands under your shirt. She didn't want to think about your lips on hers. She didn't want to think about the small, I'm sorry, Hustle, I'm staying over at my girlfriend's place tonight, text she got in response when she asked you to choose a movie for your weekly movie nights. And so, alone, Hustle let herself be enveloped into the silence. She let herself be alone just this once, eyes closed, back against the cold glass, head down to on her knees. She slid her hands behind her back to pin them between her back and the glass. This way, they couldn't twitch when she thought of you. This way, she couldn't reach out for you. Time skip. Also, Tay picked a really angsty thing to read right now. Well, it didn't, ha- it didn't <laughs> say that it was angsty. It's been a month since you said you'd watch a movie with Hassel. You promised her you'd have a movie night with her soon. Though clearly, it wasn't today. Today she was lying in her bed, eyes boring holes into the ceiling. Perhaps the floor beneath her would split open and consume her. You're on the floor, back against the frame of the bed, with your knees tucked up against your chest. She could see the light tremble in your shoulders. Your arms were shaking as they wrapped around your legs. Right, she thought to herself. Hustle pulled herself up out of her bed and took a seat on the carpet beside you. She didn't want to see you like this. She knows that you don't like being vulnerable in front of her, and she doesn't like to see that side of you either. Your face is hidden in your knees. Hustle bites her lip as she watches your head shake subtly. She only has to deal with this a few times. You don't become like this often. Silently, she wrapped an arm around your shoulder and gives your... Silently, she wrapped an arm around your shoulder and gives it a tight squeeze, just to let you know she's there. What happened? She didn't expect you to respond, and she didn't expect you to lift your head from your knees. In fact, she doesn't even expect you to acknowledge her existence. But when your head snaps up from your knees and you lunge forward to pull Hustle in for a hug, she's taken by surprise. The two of you topple backwards onto the hardwood floor beneath. Hustle feels the words stuck in her throat seep molten lava and tears begging to be released as she feels your tears seeping through her shirt. She presses her forehead against the top of your head. Something had been really wrong if you were like this. You didn't cry often, but when you do, you don't make much sound. You were like the eye of a hurricane, and it hurt her to see that. Hustle had to ball her fists into your shirt to prevent herself from pressing a chaste kiss to the crown of your head. Wyan? The wet spot on her shirt continued to grow larger. She considered asking if you were all right, but that would clearly be for naught. It was obvious you weren't, and the the tears and trembling were proof. She knew that you couldn't do much for you except be there and exist. She was kissing someone else. Oh, Wyan, I'm sorry. I took her out on a date. This was supposed to be special. But then she had the nerve to say she had to go out to the bathroom just to sneak out. Ooh. Just Ooh. to sneak out and make out with someone else outside. <gasps> Wyan, are, I've spent time planning everything out. Everything down to the smallest details. She's the first person I liked that liked me back. You were there to see me on the night of my first date. Hustle tightly pressed her eyes closed, hoping the tears would stay back. And after all this, she goes out and does that. Hustle knew better than to speak again. She knew she couldn't force you to feel better. So all she does is put your arms around... 
All she does is put her arms around you, pull you closer, and pretend the circumstances were different between the two of you. She took a deep breath in, feeling your nose against her chest as it rose. She just couldn't understand how someone could do such a thing. Cheat on you? It was disgusting. You deserve to be showered in love and compliments. You deserve to be with someone who would make you feel happy. You deserved someone who would make you laugh no matter the circumstance and who knew how to deal with you when you were at your worst. She held you close until the tremble in your shoulders subsided and the wet spot on your shirt stopped growing from the tears you spilled. Time skip. Hassel sat in bed with a bottle of water next to her. Her back was pressed against the pillow and she had propped up against the bed's headboard. The lights were switched off and her curtains were shut. She had already applied her lotion onto her face and her eyes and was ready to flutter shut for the next few years, <laughs> which is why she wanted to throw her phone across the room when it rang. She swiftly took it and was ready to decline the call, but her frustration deflated when she saw the name YN with a little heart beside it. Her lips twisted up into a small smile as she could slowly <laughs> as she slowly accepted the phone call. This better be good, YN. I was just about to get my beauty sleep. <laughs> as if you need any more of that. You chuckled into the phone, throat thick with sarcasm. It was a joke, clearly, though it still affected Hustle the same way, seeing her heart jump into her throat and the endings of her nerves fire signals throughout her system. A warm blush grew around her cheeks. Lips formed a happy pout. So, what are you calling me for? Choose a movie. We're going to watch it tomorrow. I didn't forget our promise, you know? Images of your eyes and lips smiling in sync ran through her head as she listened to you laugh through into the phone. Soon enough, the click signaled the end of the conversation. Time skip. Hustle's head was in your lap, her hair being played with by your fingers. Her toes were fiddling with each other as her eyelids were slowly getting heavy. This movie wasn't anything to write home about, though in reality, she didn't remember much to begin with. All she remembered was how your fingers held the disc as you turned to her, asking if this was the movie she wanted to watch. That and how she responded with an impatient, just start the movie already. <laughs> The two of you somehow ended up being on the floor, sitting on the carpet, and some pillows for extra comfort. Hostel's attention was far from the movie at this point. Her eyes were focused more on you than whatever was on the TV. The light of the TV somehow made your skin look more beautiful and too captivating. It was even harder to pay attention to the movie when your hand subconsciously made its way into her hair, playing with her dark locks. Your other hand wrapped around her waist and your fingers rang, rang, ran along her bare skin. You just kept touching her, though you didn't think anything of it. It was all habitual to you, after all. Aww. The movie slowly reached its climax, though Hustle's attention was still far from the film. It wasn't really her fault, though. Your finger gently ran along her hip bone where her skirt lifted slightly after she stretched out on the floor. A sharp pain entered her chest when she realized she stopped breathing temporarily. I missed watching movies with you, you spoke softly, your eyes leaving the screen to look down at the girl in your lap. All she wanted to do was make out. Hustle forced a laugh, though she couldn't ignore the shiver that ran through her body as she imagined another girl's lips on yours. I've mitched... Mitched. <laughs> I've missed watching movies with you, too. I tried finding someone else to watch movie with. Oh, my God, why? I tried watch... I tried finding someone else to watch movies with, but all the girls are too weird in their own ways. The closest replacement I could find was a member whose name I can't pronounce. I have no idea who that is. I think it's Kehi 
That's how I'm going to pronounce it. I apologize mm-hmm. if it is something else. Sorry. The closest <laughs> replacement I could find was Kehi. You watched a movie with... <laughs> My lord. You got this. <laughs> you got this, Travis. <laughs> Make him wait, wait for it. it. Boom. <laughs> you watched a movie with Kehi. You chuckled and ran your hand through her hair once more. That must have been fun. It was. Though she becomes a bit too analytical sometimes. Jiwoo was just all over the place, and Hyunjin would laugh during sad scenes. <laughs> Jungun would just cry constantly. She laughed, drowning out the sounds of the movie that was playing in the background. Hassel didn't notice the fact that your hands weren't on her skin anymore until she felt the cold starting to seep through. The absence of your warmth felt like an ice cube that was just dropped onto her skin. Her body missed your contact, and as the screen grew dark to signal the end of the movie, a buzzing rang against her head. She lifted her head off your pocket as you pulled out your phone. As your eyes scanned the device in your hand, she watched as your eyes grew solemn, and you let out a small sigh. I forgot I've got an assignment for your next comeback. You leaned back against the couch behind you, defeated. I gotta go, but at least we finished the movie, right? Hassel's body was badly missing your touch as she pushed herself up. Yeah, it was cute. Cute? You raised your eyebrow. Everyone died. <laughs> well, the goodbye part and all, Hassel smiled, hoping it would provide some support in her damage control. You know, the ending. You had to give her that. Shrugging your shoulders, you pushed yourself up to your feet and dragged yourself to the door. I guess I'll be seeing you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hassel's eyes looked up at the ceiling absentmindedly. Sounds good. I love you. Love you, too. The response flowed out of your mouth naturally, like breathing. And you both freeze. Hassel's heart started to beat faster than ever before. Her hands shook in her lap as she desperately tried to stop them. She let. She left. Let. She left. She, she let us. She. She left like all of the air in her lungs were forced out by her rib cage being crushed. Hassel was scared, terrified. Even she felt. She felt like she. When you, when you, when you, she felt like she missed a step as she was descending stairs or that she was dreaming about falling into the abyss. Her breathing simply stopped. Still terrified, she stood up and took a step towards you before you stopped her. Don't. She felt like she was held at gunpoint. Her body obeyed as she watched you pull out your phone and punch in some numbers. The words that you spoke into the phone weren't registering in her mind. Only a few words stuck out to her like, can't make it or I'll do it later tonight. You hung up the phone and dropped it on the ground before sliding down the wooden door behind you. Through shut eyes, you let out a shaky breath and a chuckle. I've wanted to say that for so long. Hassel bit her lip before taking the seat on the floor next to you, back against the door as well. She nodded hesitantly before resting her head on your shoulder. Me too. Time skip. Hassel let out a yawn as she felt a pair of lips place a kiss on her forehead. It was morning, eight in the morning to be exact. When you pulled away, she kissed you on the lips. Sure, you tasted like dead animals, but she knew she wouldn't be any better. <laughs> you. <laughs> None of Tay that. has really bad morning breath. <laughs> We've never talked about this. Do you really feel that way? Well, that's why you immediately go brush your teeth really fast. Well, yeah, because it's gross. It yeah. feels gross. I didn't know what actually smelled Well, I gross. never feel that gross. Really? No. I feel disgusting <laughs> when I wake up in I mean, the morning. I brush my teeth when I wake up, but, like, yeah. I don't normally feel as like, gross. Like, I can't do anything until you, I brush yeah, my exactly. teeth. Yeah, exactly. You, like, <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> making noises, and then you immediately go brush your teeth. Okay. Speaking of you, I'm teeth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway... <laughs> None of that matter, though, since you were hers now. She could kiss your lips and not have to go another day thinking about a different girl being all over you. The two of you kept kissing until your face felt numb, clock reading a time long past date. 
Good morning, YN, Hassel sleepily smiled. You were never one for morning conversations, at least not until you had a good dose of a caffeinated wake-me-up. Instead, you simply smiled back and pulled her, the girl close to your chest, feeling her ball fist... Feeling, filling her fist ball into your shirt. Hostel's forehead rested along your collarbone, trying to stop herself from making happy noises as she smiled. Crap, I'm so happy I could cry, she thought to herself as the smile only grew bigger on her face. There was a hill not too far from her dorms, maybe a ten-minute drive at most, located in the quaint outskirts of Seoul, where the trees met the highway below. A lone tree stood as if on guard in case the urbanized... Oh my god, this is the same paragraph yeah. as the beginning. Wow. I forget what that's called. Threatened the nature it had sworn to protect years ago. (laughs) There, a small bench sat underneath its welcoming shade, supposedly put her... My God, everything is the same. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Entered the world, watching as everything moved around you while you remained in an isolated gap in time. On that lone bench, the snow glided down haphazardly from the sky with no end in sight. There were two pairs of footprints in the snow that led to the bench, maybe a few more if you counted the small animal prints you saw along the way. If you squint hard enough, even with all the light pollution from the highway below, you you can maybe make out the stars that dusted the night sky above. That's different. If you... No, that's the same. I thought it was the moon. In the no, beginning. the moon comes next. <laughs> even if you even let out the smallest breath, you could see a trail of warm air leaving your body, dancing in the air in front of you before they dissolve into nothingness. Above, just speaking out of the clouds, the moon radiated a soft glow that was reflected on everything around you. Maybe, just maybe, you'd realize how much of a postcard moment this was. With her heart beating so fast, it felt like it would jump out of her chest. Hustle couldn't think of any anything other than how much of a postcard moment this was. But things were different this time around. There we go. This time, she wasn't glaring up at the sky to look at the stars above because she was already staring at your smile as if it was a constellation. This time, she wasn't sat on the end of the bench while you were on the other because today, she was sitting in your lap with one leg on either side of you. This time, yeah, (laughs) I was over on the bench. (laughs) This time, she didn't have to look away from you because you were hers now. This time, her fingers weren't itching to reach for your hand because they were already interlaced in one another. There was one thing, though, that stayed the same. Well, two things. This time, her nose was still cold, though it was quickly getting warmed up, being pressed against your cheek as she went in for another kiss. The main thing that stayed the same was that you looked so perfect she could cry. The moon was in a different phase tonight, almost reaching a full moon. The moonlight still glowed down upon the two of you. It created the perfect shadows on your face that made her consider if any of this was even real. When Hassel leaned back on your thighs, she could see the rings of the planets in your eyes and the glint of the stars that decorated the night sky. I love you, YN. And you replied easily and naturally, like breathing. I love you too, Hassel. With that, you leaped in once more, capturing her lips with yours, lightly but enough to let her know that you mean it. I loved... That was the end of the fic, obviously. Yeah. Um, I loved that very... Honestly, the very end with the whole stars... Yeah. Like, analogies. You were a constellation. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Very Tumblr. <laughs> very Tumblr, very indeed. Tumblr. But um, there is a word for that. Let's go. I'm an English, English major. Degree. I know I'm an English <laughs> like, major. I should know this, but I've never, I didn't even know there was a word for that. Yeah, there's a word for when you, you do that in the story. Oh, we'll or the beginning and the end is who's in school? <laughs> like, <laughs> let us know. Let us know what that is because I know it's a thing. I know it's a literary yeah. thing that happens, but do I know the name for it? No. Yeah. But um, lovely writing, just like last time. It was mm-hmm. very nice. I love the imagery. I love setting the sheen. Yeah, very descriptive. Yeah. I love Hustle so much. And I could see her so, like, so clear. 
I could see her so clearly in a setting like that with like the snow and like a, the twinkling moonlight and all that. Mm. Um, if you've seen her music video for her solo song, you would know why <laughs> that just feels so perfect. But yes, no, I quite I quite like it. Mm-hmm. So next week, what I want to try to do is get something very smutty. Because we have not had anything smutty for a while. Oh, okay. All right, let's go. Right? Bring on the schmutt. Yeah, because, you know, we've been doing some, like, light, happy, maybe a sprinkle of angst. Yeah. But nothing... Nothing crazy. Nothing like those 13-inch dildos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, so stay tuned Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything to look forward to this week? Nope. Isn't there an AT's comeback that happens? No, the preview was released. Ah. But there is an AT's comeback on the horizon. Hyanna and Don are having oh, yeah, to come back together. <laughs> I'm so, so excited cute. for her. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much August is gonna be a good month. There's a lot of people I mean it's September now. <laughs> September is going to be a good month. There's yeah. so many people having comebacks. AT's, Stacy, um, Hyanna and Don. Yeah, no, it's a uh, thing. Oh, and it's the first mm-hmm. album. Uh, things are happening, but yeah. And then also, if y'all haven't seen, if you stand TXT and you haven't seen the Jesse episode, oh yeah, y'all gotta on go watch show, that. Hilarious! I love Jesse. I love the way she interviews. I think she's just perfect for this. Yeah, yeah. I love her. <laughs> but uh, with that, thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or any other listening system or program or <laughs> app that is you so. And check us out on our social media. That is going to be K-Pop Pillow Talk, all one word, on lowercase, on Instagram and Twitter. And thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Bo-ra. Hey. Hey.